Against All Odds is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, and you must be 21 or older. All right, we're on the Against All Odds, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network, powered by Omaha Audio, because it's out to you on a Wednesday morning. Mikey Meatballs fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon is producing this disaster of a show. And joining me, as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, a degenerate trifecta, Harry, brother Brian, Darren, the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? What's up, Sal? What's going on, buddy? Each and every day, these three give free picks out on extrapoints.com. And if that isn't good enough, go to extrapoints.com slash arcade and you can catch our June prop culture quiz. Oh, political stuff, BET awards, the flash box office. So many questions. We hit the whole spectrum. Al Pacino's baby. He's having a kid. He's 103 years old. He's having another kid. There's a question on there about that. Oh, there's another one, Harry. At the Tony Awards, who will win best performance by an actor in a leading role in a musical? Come on, you didn't you I, didn't do this? You haven't done it? I did it? do it. I don't remember. What were the, uh, oh, were my goodness. All right. Well, I don't want to get too far into it if you don't care. Christian Borrell, Some Like It Hot, Josh Groban, Sweeney Todd, Ben Platt, Parade, Jay Harrison Gee, Some Like It Hot, Brian Darcy James, <laughs> Into the Woods, Colton Ryan, New York, New York. I don't remember I, who I did. I thought you followed this stuff. You were all big on the, uh, the Wolverine. What's <laughs> I'm all his name? Over the, I'm all over the Doje Cat question, though. Okay. Yeah, Doje Cat. Doje Cat. Come on. Harry, yeah. you took the favorite. You love Josh Groban. You love the favorite no matter what. That's Come what on. I went with. I went with Josh Groban. All right. So anyway, that's it. Uh, June prop culture, extrapoints.com slash arcade. Big hour coming up. We're going to talk live PGA merger. I'm still so confused by it. I don't know what's so really, really shocking uh, developments there, and it gets uh, better and better. NHL Stanley Cup game three, I believe, is tomorrow. There's going to be some baseball stuff. But guys, we have game three NBA finals tonight. Game four, Brian, I think it's the second week in August, but I bet I check that baby face. I'm not sure when game four is, but series shifts to Miami. One, one, of course, game three sees Denver, a three and a half point favorite. Now it was two and a half two fourteen is the over under on Caesars. If you want Denver just to win tonight, it's minus one sixty Miami on the take back. It's plus one thirty five. We put in our bets earlier. I'm not sure if this changes it for you guys. Minus two and a half to three and a half. But the reason behind it, I think, Caesars put out a little thing on Twitter. It said a Nevada better put $3.5 million in yeah. bets on the Denver Nuggets tonight. $2.75 million on Denver minus two and a half. This is probably what moved the line. And $750,000, k on Denver first half minus one. Harry, when you see this, do you think this is someone who knows something or this is a loser on a much bigger level that we're not dealing with? I actually think it's a, lo- it's a loser on a much bigger level because we've uh, we've thought this for years, Sal, that we see a line like that and we get a little scared away. But this is not in the finals, not in the Super Bowl, uh, not not in the NHL finals. They have a line move like that. Moving a point doesn't do it, make me think any other different. I'm sticking with my side and that's that. All right. Brian, what about you? I feel like years ago we'd be scared of like, oh boy, these this is a sharp. This is um uh this is not a mattress guy doing it promotional wise. He, he this guy knows something. But we've seen these go down at a, a good rate. Yeah, we've there's been a lot of big bets, right? And and yeah, you don't you just don't know who's who's putting it in. If I knew who was putting it in, I'd probably be a little bit more nervous. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not I'm not changing my pick. 
All right, Parlay Kid. Well, let's start it off, Parlay Kid. Um, you and I had Denver minus two and a half. Uh, are you sticking with it at the three and a half? Yeah, I'm not going to make a point uh, change. I mean, I'm surprised Harry, you know, Harry loves those extra points. So I'm surprised he didn't change his pick or is well, not he, going he to change his pick. Wait a minute. Time out. He, he, I don't know what he's even talking about because this point goes in his favor. I have written down that he's taking the heat, right? Oh. Okay, yes, he is taking the heat, taking but, uh, heat right? Know, I can take that. Okay. Like I said, I took Denver for, to win in seven, but I can take the heat plus three and a half. No, no, it's good. I didn't know. I, I just All assumed right, you well, were taking Denver. Confusing. I don't know why Harry would say, yeah, yeah the extra point is not going to make me change my mind. Like, yeah, of course not. You have <laughs> right, the heat. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You want, like, all right. So anyway, Harry confused us. That's good. So Polly Kid, uh, okay. three and a half. Yeah, I'm going to stick with Denver here, Sal. I think this is the first time in probably – Eight or nine games, I'm going against the Heat. I think mm. I've been on them ever since. Geez, I hate to say it, but I was on them in Game Seven against uh, uh, the Knicks. The Knicks, yeah. You know, so uh, I've been on uh, them for as long as uh, as I could be on them. And but I think it's time for me to get off of it because I just think Denver's the better team. I'm not sure. Again, I think we saw what Miami did on Denver's home court, which they're very good on. I know Denver's has not been a great road team, mm -hmm. but Denver had such poor performances from their, you know, their, um, uh, you know, secondary players the other day, including like a guy like Porter, who I think is going to really bounce back doing the zigzag. I think you're going to be hitting him with yep. a little bit of a zigzag there on, on Porter later. I think those guys show up to play tonight. I think we don't see Jokic put up 40-plus points, but I think we see him get back to that triple-double where he's getting those 13, 14, 15 assists, <laughs> a lot of rebounds, 25 points. Denver wins. This is close, though, but I think they 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 kind of pull away late. Let's say it's Denver 1-12, uh -oh. Miami one oh three. Wow, I have one twelve, one oh five. Not that it matters at all, but uh, and, really, you know, it's no, funny. Really, that's it. All right. Well, yeah, and, and that would that would put it over the Heat when they're underdogs. The games go over eleven out of the last eighteen. I think more points, less defense here. It's funny. I read the stats and the trends with Jokic when he scores forty or more. They're zero and three. Um, when he has right. fewer than 10 assists, they're, they're not good. They're 14 and 17. But it's like, mm. I wonder when he gets to 38 points, if Michael Malone's gonna be like, kick it out. I don't care if you have an open lap, kick it out. <laughs> we can't have you scoring 40 here, but listen, not to take anything away from the heat, but I, I still think Denver's better. I also have Denver in five. So I'm going to stick with that, but let's face yeah. it. Their, their defense broke down Denver, right? They, they, didn't know what they had signed up for. They had a 15 point lead and they had the worst, the third worst defensive rating in the playoffs for them. Uh, 129.1. They allowed too many open shots, which, you know, made it nice for the heat to hit 52% from three. I don't think that's going to happen. Parley kid, as you said, MP junior Murray shouldn't have subpar games again. Let's zigzag. Let's zag the zig there. Uh, even though nothing would surprise me anymore in these finals. And I say 112, 105. Now, so these other two, all right, Harry, now start us off. You had eight plus two and a half. You're going to go three and a half. You're staying with them. Yeah. And again, I gave Denver a uh, four games of three for the series. And I do think they're better, but I am going to take the heat with a three and a half at home. I mean, in game two, down 15, Butler didn't play a great game again. Martin's been invisible the first two games, and Lowry had two field goals. They could have packed it in. They got the momentum pulling that game out. I think Denver takes game four. They go back to Colorado. 
2-2. But I'm taking Miami. Well, and Darren, you said Spolster's probably the best coach in the NBA. I think he finds a way to get this win here. Butler does too. Again, Butler, not a great first two games. I think this is one of his games where Buckets just goes off, where he goes for like 38. He has a monster game, wills <laughs> them to a victory. They take a 2-1 lead. Denver takes game four, and we head to game five, tied to two. We keep saying Butler's going to go off. Butler's going to go off. It doesn't really right, seem yeah. to matter, and they, they end <laughs> up in it. And it, uh, I don't know. But um, all right. Uh, by the way, they have been good at home. Denver not good on the road. We should point out, as you did the other day, Harry, they lost the last two home games to the Celtics, mm-hmm. Miami, right? So uh, yeah. I'm sure Denver knows about that. I'm not giving them any news. Bri, give us uh, some color on the Heat plus three and a half here. Yeah, I mean, look, this is really tough. We know the Nuggets are going to make adjustments, but I'm not entirely sure that the Heat should be underdog, right? The, the Heat as home playoff underdogs so far are 4-0. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, I think this is going to be another really close game wire to wire. Um, you know, Denver... Yeah, I mean, Boston looked good at Miami, but I don't know. De- I don't know. My Denver wasn't, you know, they weren't world beaters on the road during the season. I know they look they look good against the Lakers here. But, mm-hmm. you know, you talked about the heat shooting threes. I mean, that's the thing, right? You always say like, all right, it's going to it's going to adjust to the mean, right? It's going to come back. It's going to come back. But right. Miami's had right. Well, we've seen that stat. They've had so many games this playoffs where I think like. They've had like five of the six top games where they've shot better than like the expected three point percentage. So they're just shooting really well. I expect the same type of thing to happen at home. Uh, They may just launch even more threes. I thought in game in game two, they did a good job of just the one thing Spolster is good at. And you don't know game to game is who's going to play. Right. Like all of a sudden he just has an inkling of right. Yeah. Like I mean. I thought maybe Love would have to play in this series, but like he played a big role in in game two and he did a really good job. Um, I think, you know, he's going to play more, you know, Martin's probably going to play less. So I, I think they just have a good feel of who they are to the team. So I just, I just like them getting points here, especially now that it's jumped up to three and a half. They made the adjustment. Spolstra definitely did. I still maintain Denver had that game 15 and let up and it was more on them than it was, you know, Mm -hmm. Miami, Mm -hmm. uh, Kicking it around. Um, I do, you know, maybe we should just do race to 10 now. So we're doing our penultimate episode of race <laughs> to 10 is tonight. Now we'll do one more next week, but as you know, Parlay kid, a lot of times the, the episode before the finale is better than the finale itself. Finales are for the most part, largely disappointing. So we have to figure out we're split. You and I like Denver in the game, pa- uh, brother Bry and Harry like Miami in the game. The race to 10 is Denver minus 125 if you think they're going to score 10 first and Miami's minus 102. Hit me with your thoughts, Harry. What do you think? You're going to you're going to say Miami, right? I well normally yeah yeah, I'm going to take Miami because I think they come out red hot. I think they come out red hot. Vincent and Robinson bang out a couple threes. Uh and I think they get there first. Interesting. All right, Bri, you would not you're on Harry's side here, right? This is weird. Uh, We've not been in this position in a while. Um, look, I, I don't, I, in all honesty, I don't, I, for what I have for the game, Miami, I don't necessarily think we have to go that way. I, I do think actually Denver's going to come out and play pretty well early on. Mm. 
All right, Paulie. Like, yeah, I, I had, think they'll be a good first quarter team. Miami was run first hot in game two. Look, we have no choice now. We have to go with Miami because Harry will be insufferable yeah, yeah, yeah. if we don't take Miami. <laughs> yeah, t- and they good race to ten. Yeah. We won't hear the end of it. I, that will be it. I know. So but let's also we have to take Miami. Now let's just do it. Also consider he's going to put the least amount of money on this prop that uh, anybody. This is so true. I don't but, know. I All have right. the least amount of money. That we, makes sense. I, I think we have to go that way. I can't think of any other way now. All I right. think Miami minus one oh two. That's our uh that's our that what do you think, Joel? All right. Did we arrive of the that the right way? I'm not sure. Oh, uh, this is this is like a Sophie's choice for you, pal. I, yeah. I feel like one way or the other, someone's gonna win. Okay. Yes, that's true. That is true. It's um it's hard it's hard to end 10-10. We've uh, gone through dozens of these and it's we've never had a 10-10 final. Um all right, or at least to, to, at the same time. Babyface, I already came up with a trivia question. If anyone's listening, it'll probably be solved by the time anyone's uh listens to this. But when Nikola Jokic was drafted, ESPN wasn't even on the telecast. They were in commercial, but they had the scroll on the bottom during the commercial. What fast food company was playing their ad during the the exact minute Nikola Jokic was drafted? The exact huh. second. So that's going to be the question. Harry, do you have a guess? I don't think it's going to matter by the when? time someone get, uh, gets this. Yeah. Wendy's? It's not Wendy's. Parley Kid? Um... Jeez. You're not familiar uh, with the uh, various uh, fast food? No, I mean, yeah. Taco Bell. Wow. See, he knew it. He knew right away. The answer's Taco <laughs> Bell. The answer's Taco right? Bell. Yes. I'm going to tweet that uh, before this podcast <laughs> goes up. Yeah. Imagine Only that. Only thing he hits today. Wow. All right. No, no, Harry. We're going to hit the heat to score 10, and then Denver's going to blow him out. That's fine. Let's go over props. Uh, I'm all over Michael Porter zagging the zig. Michael Porter Jr. over 14 and a half is minus 119 on Caesars. We know it seven for 24 in the first two games, three for 17 from three, which is a record, a record low percentage uh, based on 17 or more threes in the first two games of a finals Um, game. Three is kind of his wake up call in some of these series, 25 versus Minnesota, 21 versus Phoenix. His point total record is 52 and 27 to the over this year in the 79 games he's played. He still averages almost 17 and a half a game, which is about three points higher than this projected over under. I get it. Miami buckles down. They have a better defense than we're used to, but I think tonight we get the Michael Porter jr. We're used to play the over on his points prop minus minus one nineteen for uh, over 14 and a half uh, brother. Bry, you're looking Denver too. Murray double, double. This pays nicely. Yeah. Look, uh, if I'm saying Murray has a double-double, you're probably thinking I should probably be on Denver to win this game, but it's not, not necessarily the case, right? Like Murray had a double-double in the last two games and in, mm-hmm. in the only two games in this series. Uh, but, you know, Dev- Denver's definitely going to change yeah. things up. But look, Butler's going to be guarding Murray, and I, I think it could be, you know, it's a similar result, right, where Joker is getting some easy baskets from some assists from Murray. I don't think Murray might not be able to take 25 shots in this game with Butler on him. So, but you're getting plus 325 for a guy who's had a double double, like I said, in his first two games of the series and three of his last five games. I think mm-hmm. five games ago, he had a, a 10 rebound. So I think it's a little bit worth the gamble that you're getting us at plus 323 when he's already done it twice here. A little All bit right. of a trend. Who's yeah. not going to say, uh, Who's going to say no to a plus 323? My area code, by the way. Uh, all right. Har- <laughs> uh, Polly Kid, Robinson. Oh, boy. Duncan Robinson, threes. It's a fun one. Yeah, it's I, fun. 
I know I have uh, Denver to win here, but I like Robinson to go over one and a half threes. I think this number is a little low for a guy that's averaging 2.2 threes during the playoffs. He's shooting 44% from three uh, after having in the playoffs after having a miserable regular season shooting the ball. He's gone over the one and a half in four out of his last five, six out of his last eight, seven out of his last ten. Let's take Duncan Robinson over one and a half threes at minus 121. And you know what? There'll be a nice celebration. He will celebrate with you when he hits that, if and when he hits that, right? He's going to flex. No He's going to look to the crowd. No got, that's the Duncan Robinson way. All right, Harry, you've talked about Caleb Martin, who, by the way, I gave out as a long shot. Of course, of course, I like Jokic uh, for MVP, but I said if Miami wins, maybe he's the way to go at 30 to one to win MVP. I think he is at, after the poor showings, as you mentioned, he's at 250 to one to win MVP. But Harry, you like him to uh, exceed his point projection tonight. Yeah. At over eight and a half points at minus 113. I think he finds his rhythm back home in, in Miami. I know he wasn't feeling well in those games in Denver. He says he's much better. Uh, again, just three points in the first two games, each of the series, only 10 shots in the first two games. But he had at least nine shots in every game, all seven against Boston. Also, he had 14 points or more in all seven games against the Celtics. Caleb Martin at home in South Beach. Big game tonight. Shows up for Miami and leads the way and helps Butler. Yeah, a lot of people didn't know he was sick entering that second game. But the truth is, uh, I read that he filled four vomit bags on his way to Newark Airport. I don't know, is that, have you ever heard of anyone doing that, Harry? Or worse than that? One, <laughs> One less than Angie. Wow. I didn't know that. All right. I'll tell you what, Sal. You wouldn't think those, those vomit bags. Uh, they yeah, make all right. Them all right. Very, I shouldn't have said anything. They make, them they make them strong. Okay. Of course. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's awesome. What's Angie's point projection, babyface? Can you look at that tonight? Maybe we should be bet- looking to bet hard, too. <laughs> uh, too much cheese. Way too much cheese, guys. Uh, <laughs> cheese and salmon. Not a good mix. And mushrooms. All right, let's uh, take a quick break. We got a uh, Stanley Cup action, Major League Baseball, and we're going to tackle this live thing as best as we can. Live PGA. I will be right back. Why should you bet with Caesar Sportsbook? Two words, Caesar's rewards. Every bet brings you closer to the types of benefits only Caesars can offer. Hotel stays, VIP experiences, sports and concert tickets, and more. It's not just an app, it's an empire. You must be 21 and older and physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, or Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Utah, and other states where prohibited. No one stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem, Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Ohio, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or Maryland, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Massachusetts, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org for 24-7 support. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Stanley Cup, uh, game three, Thursday, right? Brian, it's not till tomorrow. Vegas and Florida. Mm-hmm. Florida is home now. Um, I think I said 48 out of the 53 Stanley Cup teams that went up 2 nothing held on to the series. So uh, that's why... Vegas is a huge favorite now. Is it minus five, minus five fifty. I already lost it. Mm-hmm. Uh, was they five five fifty to win the series. Yeah, right? I think, I think so. they were minus five fifty to uh, win the series. There you go. And uh, yeah, so but for game three tomorrow night, Florida minus one twenty five, Vegas plus one hundred five on the take back. Listen, I'm going to do some flexing myself here. Jonathan Marchessault is now the favorite. To win the Con Smythe Trophy, it was plus five fifty. I know I'll screw it up. I know like uh, he'll have like seventy five saves, but um, I'm not even gonna worry about it because I'm taking from my prop. I'm not gonna worry about if Vegas wins Game Three or Florida does. All I know is Marcheso is tremendous. Seven games in a row where he scored a point, so I can get that for minus one forty. Uh, was like seven out of nine that he scored a goal. I can get that for plus one seventy. Those are my two uh, picks for this guy who seems to be unstoppable. Harry, uh, go ahead. Have fun picking the game. You and Bry and Parley Kid can figure out if the goalie's going to have 28 or 29 or 30 saves. No, I'm going with the short thing. Harry, uh, you're, nah, pick, good, you're picking the game. Go ahead. Good job so far, Sal. Yeah, definitely with that pick. Uh, I'm going to take Florida. I'm going to take Florida minus 125. Now, I took, I took Vegas to win in five. 12 straight playoff series for Vegas where they have not swept their opponent. So, I think this is where Florida comes back here. Bobrovsky got pulled in game two, as we know. They've been outscored Florida 12 to four in the first two games. I think he has a big game. He shuts down Vegas. Florida's outshot Vegas, by the way, the first two games by 30. Um, and I'm going to steal a stat here from my buddy, Joe Fortenbro from ESPN. Since 2000, teams that are down 2-0 in the Stanley Cup and then they go home are 10-2 and straight up. I think uh, Kachuk has a big game. Huh. And I think the X factor is Anthony DeClaire, who's at at least one point in three straight games to Florida in South Beach. Win here and gets back in the series. All right. Parley kid, you're done. I wasn't sure if you did. It sounded like you're going on another route. Parley kid, you yeah, like the Parley. Panthers also. I like what Harry's saying. I like, I've been on the Panthers uh, game two. I was on the Panthers on Vegas game one. Uh, yeah, I like the Panthers coming home. This is a, a must-win game for the Panthers. This is a team, remember, they were down to Boston 3-1. to one. Boston was by far the best team in hockey mm-hmm. this year. Uh, and they they rallied in that series and then went on a tear. Uh, they have slumped here. And like Harry said, you talk about a zig and a zag. Uh, I think Bobrovsky bounces back in a huge way with a, with a big-time performance tonight. That's what t- these goalies typically do. If they have a bad night... The next night, they're usually on top of their game. I'm betting on Bobrovsky to be on top of his game. I also would think about taking Vegas under two and a half goals at plus 120. Hmm. Might be some good value in there if you like Bobrovsky to really bounce back today. And I do. Harry was right on that. All right. Uh, I think 
Florida gets it done tonight to the tune of something like four to one. Oh, Brian doesn't like that score because he has the over. But yeah. before I go on, Parley Kid, you have Florida at 15 to one to win the cup, right? So this is um Right. And if they lose this game, that's probably exactly what they'll be um, going into game four uh, to win the cup. But Brian, you have over six. They have over six. Um, look, I, last time I gave out Aiden Hill, we, we were laughing about Parley Kid had the bad ache of Bobrovsky. Yeah. Right. Over 29 and a half saves. I came oh. back with it. I took Hill over 29 and a half. That was he a karma 20, thing. You really rubbed it, it in his face there. Really. It was, yeah, un- that he had 20, 23 after the second period that he ends with. He ends with 29. It was, it was, yeah. that was a, oh, and you would think I, with Florida being down, they would be I swear, him with shots. This Florida right. team, this Florida team has killed me. Um, <laughs> you can't but, live bet that either. You can't hedge. I guess you could, I guess you could cash out on some of these apps. Yeah. Right? I mean, look, yeah. Borowski, look, if he was on his game playing well, I would say, yeah, maybe take the under. I've kind of like mm-hmm. the unders in general, but he's going to be on a short leash, right? He's, he's been really flustered in these two games, especially the last game. Just awful, awful in general. Um, but I, I think for as high scoring as these games have been, right? You've had seven goals, you've had nine goals. Mm-hmm. I feel like they could have been even more high scoring because there's, there's been some phenomenal saves, especially on the Aiden Hill side, right? There's right. been some plays in front of the net where guys have just either whipped on the rebound or just missed or a great save. So I think this could be even high scoring. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say this stays relatively, uh, I'm going to say, Somebody wins here again, like five two. All right, right. four yeah. one five two again. March. So just do that. I don't understand why you guys are worried with all this nonsense. That's a good one. Yeah, it's I like, like, it's a, I like Just yours. a winner like every yours. single day. There's a winner yep. there. Uh, I don't know. I, all of a sudden, I know more about hockey than spaghetti and meatballs put together. <laughs> but um, all right, uh, I don't know anything about baseball because my freaking team stinks. These Mets, uh, they had the lead and then they blew it six four to the Braves. I can't even look at where they are in the standings with the compared to the Braves. And now I do look that we're two and a half back in the wild card, which Pittsburgh and Miami are ahead of us. So I'm not super worried, even though they don't look, I mean, Pittsburgh's just, losing to the A's again, they're right losing now. again. Jeez. Wow. Did you, uh, yeah, does anyone have that on EP? Was that, I, I'm surprised. I did not take that. Boy, if that was an nope. early game, I would have bounced back with that tonight for sure. All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, right. I got hundred percent. We got a winner tomorrow. Whenever, um, tomorrow's Thursday. Do they uh, are the A's playing Thursday? Are they is that the third game? Yeah, it would be the third game, right? That series? Mm. Oh no, they no, they already won. No, I think they played Monday. Right, they A's did play are Monday. off tomorrow. Okay, all right, Friday, back against the A's. That's happening. Anyway, the Mets, uh, Mets are like uh, National League A's right now. Jeff McNeil, I think, still trying to figure out how to pick up that ball in left field. Um, but also <laughs> sad, sad news. Uh, if you're a Met fan, look. This Jacob DeGrom thing is the second Tommy John surgery out for this year. Who knows about next year? He's going to be what? 35 parlay kid. It's, it's very sad. If you look at him and just look, I made a prediction uh, a year ago on the podcast that he would never get to a hundred wins in his career. And uh, boy, oh boy. Yeah, it's I, looking pretty good right now. And Babyface is sending me Hall of Famer. I know he's just trying to rub it in. He's not a Hall of Famer. He can't. He doesn't have enough. He doesn't have enough anything. I, I, the only thing, the, what you could say about him is when he was on top of his game, there were very few, if any, that were better. Right? I mean, just that that nineteen year, the first half of that two thousand nineteen, he was just untouchable. Like comparing him to Bob Gibson and stuff. And I, I take no joy in seeing that. Oh, the Mets. Oh, they didn't sign him. Texas did. Now they have to deal with this. Now 
It just sucks. Baseball deserves Jacob DeGrom, Harry. Sorry. Yeah, look, I, I agree. No doubt, Sal. And I think uh, at his best, maybe at Pedro Martinez's best, DeGrom's even better than Pedro. That's the best. Well, I know. I know it's the part like that, uh, that he's not going to be able to really get going again. And this Texas, Texas, uh, who's been fantastic this year, don't get DeGrom. They don't get DeGrom. I mean, the Mets, like the one good thing, like, all right, we didn't think DeGrom would pass the physical. We didn't think Kumar would, uh, Rocker would pass the physical, right? And so Texas is saddled with both those guys on the DL. So whatever. Yeah. Just when you look at Harvey, DeGrom, Syndergaard, Mats, what the hell happened? Doesn't seem like long. I guess it's eight years ago, but. Well, the funny like thing is, right, this is the second act of that. Although you got a lot out of DeGrom and you also got, you know, you got some good, yeah. you know, a good year or two from Harvey and Syndergaard. But it's it's like the uh, Isringhausen, Pulsifer. Paul yeah. Wilson, right? Yeah. right. It's like yeah. the exact same thing there in terms of what you thought. I mean, I guess it's Who the same. Who were the Yankees with the parlay, kid? It was Ta- uh, Brian Taylor. Was there another? Oh, no, it was it Taylor? I mean, the Brian Taylor thing was terrible. Um, was there another pitcher for the Yankees that year? Or was it Taylor and Moss? I mean, you had like Sam Militello yeah, at Militello, one time. For sure. Yeah. Uh, people thought it was going to be real good and yeah. suffered an injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, this this is something. Babyface is asking if Militello is a Hall of Famer. I don't think so. I don't know. <laughs> it walks per inning. It's just too high. Right? I, I liked that kid when he first came up. I, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know what 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 do we do here with this with pitchers in terms of you know a pitcher is going to be like running backs eventually where you can't give them long term deals like mm-hmm. you're going to give them one or two year deals and say look yeah. i don't care how good this guy is yeah. because eventually they get hurt it's just right. it's it's and question and the question is sound i can't figure it out and i know the old time pitchers like ronnie darling talk about it all the time but why these guys most of these guys pitched through the 70s and 80s logging a lot of innings and not suffering these type of injuries like the way they're suffering them. I don't understand. Today. What are they, is it, the issue? Is, I get it with some of these other the everyday players because maybe they're lifting too much. Mm-hmm. But what is it about these pitchers? Are they lifting too much? What is it? Are they throwing too much? Like in the offseason, somebody explain it to me. The, the, training, to me. the training is so much better in every other sport. And baseball should be the same. You should be stronger. You should be more limber. I don't know if it's the release. I don't know if it, they're, uh, is this, they're throwing different kinds of pitches. I don't think they're throwing that much faster, a lot of these guys, for going through first and second Tommy John surgeries. But go ahead, Harry. What were you going to say? I, I was just going to say, after winning the World Series with the Nationals, Strasburg, who was still fairly young, Yep. $165 million. Yeah. He's pitched like 38 innings since. He's probably done. His career looks like it's right. over. So. 38, 38 innings for $165 million. Uh, no, he's not done. The Saudis will play pay him $400 million in 2030. <laughs> He'll be back. Um, How is there not a better thing than Tommy John surgery? Yeah, you're right. Maybe it's time to move on. <laughs> we got to have better, right? Better recovery. There's got to be better, right? Maybe eventually your arm will just become like a robot or something. So it doesn't matter. Just Maybe Sam Militello metal, surgery or something. Maybe we got to figure, figure <laughs> something else different out. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It does. Uh, it, it sucks. It sucks as a Jacob DeGrom fan and just a baseball fan in general, you want the best uh, getting out there. Go ahead. Uh, Babyface, What are you saying? 
Oh, I think Harry's scheduled for Jimmy John surgery. (laughs) Is that true? Actually, actually, I give thumbs down to Jimmy John's. I don't like those. I don't like their subs. Wow, no good. (laughs) Nah, not that good. Uh, Jersey Mike's is a different story. Uh, yeah. Well, it's yeah. It's probably the same. Jar, you'll have Jersey Mike surgery. That'll be the way to do it. Harry's Harry's available for Jersey Mike surgery. Um, let's talk about this PGA live thing. Um, so the PGA told their players not to take the Saudi money. They're going to protect the PGA. And then they did exactly the opposite. So some of these guys got rich. Others like Rory McIlroy are holding their puds in their hands. And now this PGA commissioner, Jay Monahan, is the most hated sports commissioner out there. Roger Goodell is like, oh, thank God for this guy. Good, good. Put it all his way. Um, I don't know, Brother Brian. I think the money that Rory was cost for not taking like $250 million is probably the same as the amount we lost betting Rory. So it's hard to feel bad for this guy, but <laughs> I, yeah, I don't feel bad for Rory. Right. Well, I don't feel bad for Rory. I feel bad for others, not for Rory though. And I look, Rory's been, look, they've asked him many questions recently and he's had some, you know, he's avoided questions. So I, I know they're saying, Pretty much every player didn't know about it. I have a feeling if anybody knew about it, though, it was it was Rory, right? I don't, I don't think so, Bry. You don't think? I, I just and listen, we rip Rory all the time for costing us money and choking on Sundays and everything. <laughs> but I think, and he's got ton, uh, millions upon millions. But I do feel a little bad for him because he was basically the sacrificial lamb for the PGA. He's the guy sticking up for all the other players during this. Manahan said he'd never do this, and he went and did it without any any of Rory or any other players decision-making telling them about it, just hit with it, like out of the blue. Uh, and uh, Rory went head to head against Greg Norman and live in I, many interviews. Hey, they didn't have to do They're sticking up for the PGA. And then this happens. Sal, what do you like? How does that, how does that even work though? Like you would think you would have like, right. Like, representatives from the players, right? Like association yeah. almost to be like, all right, Rory tiger. Like I, I would assume like Rory was saying something like, I would assume some of these guys are like, I don't want to deal with this. Let's figure out something. We have to figure out a way we want to play against the best golfers. Let's figure out some, I mean, I'm sure they did not want this in terms of like, at the end of the day, it's better for everyone from from a money yeah, perspective. Yeah, everyone's going to make money. So they're going to make, yeah. yeah. make more. Well, they're going to make more immediately because they're um, they uh, surprisingly they opened the books and in discovery process saw that there was like millions twenty million dollars available. So the purchase for these purses for these tournaments that are not the majors are going to be go up and up and up. Uh, it still doesn't make up for $200 million to fit whatever Cantley was going to get 125 million. Tiger was offered 800 million in his decrepit state. Like it's insanity. Um, and I don't know. I look, I, I'm not going to begrudge people for taking a lot of money. On one hand, I also can't take Bryson DeChambeau on CNN saying, well, listen, it's in the name of peace and they're trying to do the peaceful thing. It's like <laughs> this came down to money and then don't jump on the woman for asking and say, well, I'm not going to get into politics. Like, all right, you're on CNN. What do you think this is about? They're not going to ask you about your short game here. Right. So shut up, Bryson. That, that's where it gets me crazy. <laughs> hypocrisy. But Paulie Kidd now. You people could say like, oh, I don't care about golf. So let these guys get what they deserve or whatever. I'm, I'm laughing at this, but I think this is coming to the major sports, right? I mean, couldn't you see like the Saudi groups starting a pro basketball league and saying, 
Hey, uh, Victor Wembanyama, instead of making a 13 million a year playing on a team that's going to win 25% of his games and I don't know, you'll play for three coaches in the next five years once Pop steps down. Uh, how about you excel in our league and where we can give you $200 million to shine? Like, couldn't you see that happening sooner rather than later? Absolutely, Sal. They obviously have an unlimited budget uh, to throw around. If you're throwing this type of money around on uh, golf, yeah, uh, which I think this is great for golf because people are talking about golf right now, right? So no matter what... Uh, it's good news for golf here. I don't see there's to me, there's not one negative thing. Golf's going to go on and it's going to thrive. It's going to probably thrive better than it ever has at this point. Uh, maybe I don't like the way this has all gone down. I, I really don't. But uh, at the same time, this is great for golf and this won't be the end. You're like, you're saying this won't be the end. This is going to now probably cross over. I think basketball uh, is the easiest to pick sports. off. I think like the young guys but, coming out for basketball, yeah. getting yeah. big money. Nice question. Sal. Yeah. yeah. Well, you can't very, you can't. Sal, it's a great question. You can't. And we're going to you're right. Look, this and this basketball, other basketball leagues already established. Yeah. Right. That they could sure. start putting money into or just start their own. Right. Whatever. And yeah. it's not even like with the, with the amount of money that, the Saudis are just throwing around, Darren. Uh, the live hasn't even been good, and it doesn't even matter. Don't well, care. No one's watching. No one's that's, paying attention. That, Harry, that's the that's the exact thing. This is the like this couldn't happen anywhere else. I mean, you just have unlimited funds. I mean, you have nobody is watching this, yeah. and the fact that you still throw around right. that money, and then you can still right. basically purchase the PGA after all is said and done. You normally it would go the opposite way, right? They start mm -hmm, sure. this off and then PJ yep. is like, we'll buy you for a small amount, you know, but they, this never happens the other way. We here. We have this crappy organization. Nobody's watching it. Yeah. And then we're, we're going to buy the, the better the one. The only person who has more unlimited funds in the Saudis is you, Brian. <laughs> is that true? <laughs> wow. I don't know. All right, Brian, get in. The the my, my softball bets, man. Softball? Softball yeah. Bets. Well, softball money. Killing it. Yeah, I think the bigger story, though, is like, you know, we have to be careful in terms of how righteous we get with some of this stuff. Right. Like, yeah. you know, beheadings and 9-11 ties are pretty effing awful. But I try not to get too preachy because this is our future as fans with all these sports, not just golf. I promise you right. there's going to be a time when you find like the owner of the team you root for, you know, contributed to some cause percent that, oh. that took out Ukraine yep. or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, we, so it's just like, yeah, it's you got to pick your spot. Yesterday on CNN, yes, yesterday on CNN and John Tapper, they had nine 11 Jake uh, Tapper. widows yes. on there. Yeah. Ripping uh, this whole situation with Moet Moynihan and uh, how cowardly he was in this decision-making that to not to, to just go ahead and do this and not to share with players and other family members that happened uh, with nine 11 situations. Bad. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, I know. But my, my point is like, it's, it's well, always going to be bad. Like that, the nine, it's terrible. This is like the extreme example, but there's going to be yeah. parts in there. Like you, you're going to, you're going to root for scumbags, but go ahead. Yeah, you can say the same thing sure. with China and the NBA, sure. not to maybe the extreme of, of, of this with the Saudis, but you could, you could say the same thing. The money that that's coming in. Of course. In, you know, uh, there's from, no bigger human that. rights violator than, than China. You know? well, LeBron says we right. need to get educated, but that's all that's all you need to know. That's all. As, as far as I'm concerned. Right. I don't know. So, yeah, right. you got to well, be careful about all this. Yeah, because yeah, what happened? What Well, I was going to. Yeah, exactly. I mean, to your point, uh, yeah, you can't complain about it too much because there's going to be a world where all of a sudden if you were offered, right, like something from somewhere like, right, it's mm -hmm. just going to be like, you know, yeah, you yeah, have yeah, to yeah. think you have to think about it. But what if they're like, all right, the 
in in the NFL, right? They have this European division or whatever. What if the Saudis are like, we're going to give you fifty billion dollars to? We want a team. Yeah, for, we'll give you whatever you want, and mm. you can give each team billions of dollars for us to have a team. Right. I mean, will they turn that down? Uh, they'd have a if better it, league than the USFL and the XFL and all these well, offshoot for well, sure. Even if, it, <laughs> even if it's the NFL, even if they yeah. have a team like a European team, when they have a European league of four teams and they're like, we want one of those teams. I know we're not supposed, but if we pay you, uh, the only thing is you have 32 owners. That's what's different from the PGA thing. You have to get these 32 guys to agree on something. Then that the right, value right. of their franchise changes and that they all if, have to, so I wouldn't be able if, to wouldn't be able to do it overnight without everybody's permission, without everybody knowing like the, that this was done. Well, know? the crazy thing is so like I was listening to a podcast today, like the Saudis that for this fund, that's this oil thing, they made six hundred and sixty billion dollars last year. Again, what if they say to the NFL owners, like, we're gonna give you each each owner is gonna get one and a half billion dollars for us to get a team? Like what? Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm making stuff, random stuff. Up. No, I'm I know. Sure there's a lot I know. Of things, the money's but, there. Yeah. It, it's it's a it's a little scary, but you know. I mean, I eventually mean, maybe, it won't. Eventually it won't be there, but the money's there now. Well, I mean, maybe this is why it's good that Harry uh, yeah. picks a different team every year. It's like, yeah, that owner, of that <laughs> team, um, you know, throws newborn babies into the Pacific Ocean. It's like, well, I don't root for them anymore. So there you go, uh, Babyface. What are your thoughts on this? Look, I mean, you guys all made extremely good points and it, it, it's a not a black and white uh, arguments here. But I don't know. The big takeaway is here. I can't believe Harry watched CNN yesterday. So. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Well, maybe he he, because he, he, he did mention John Tapp. Is that the lead singer of Blues Travelers? I don't even know. Uh, what, what is that? <laughs> anyway, He did uh, conflu- confuse John Taffer of Bar Rescue with, I think, Jake Taffer. That's right? what it is. <laughs> Jake Taffer. <laughs> Jake Taffer. We'll get well, it right. No. We know yeah. if uh, if this could happen, Harry and Ben can certainly reconcile, right? If, yeah, if, yeah, that if is PGA true. And Liv can work, can come together. Harry that and is ben, true. Just like Harry and Ben form, you know. Miracles still happen. <laughs> I would say Harry could buy him out, but he doesn't have access to any of his money. So this gets um, this gets real confusing. <laughs> true. Um, all right, still uh, working on that. Let's take a quick break, and uh, we'll be right back. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, we're back. Oh, rest in peace, Iron Sheik. What was he, 81? Guy gave birth to Hulkamania, yeah. defeated Bob Backlund. Controversial fashion, by the way. Then dropped the strap to Hulk Hogan a month later. And uh, wrestling, as we wow. know, it was born. And then, you know, like just... Yesterday brokered this deal with between PGA and the Saudis and the, that just like that gone. Uh, anyway, uh, I tweeted he uh, he would talk about Iran number one, Russia number one, USA, Octa, and he'd spit on the mat as he uh, grabbed the yeah. mat. He he had a um, a real love hate relationship with the United States, similar to Mikey Meatballs, I would say. Uh, great feud with uh, Sergeant Slaughter. <laughs> then he teamed with him. He was pulled over, <laughs> Harry. I don't know if you remember this with Hacksaw Jim Duggan. They were arrested for possession of marijuana. Um, 
And that was like a big thing. You were not supposed to travel with the, um, you know, KFAB was broken. Do you remember that, Harry? Ah, boy, I don't remember that, it's really. A, they wouldn't show wouldn't that, that, wouldn't show that on CNN. You, you just watch CNN. Yeah, they would never yeah. show that wouldn't on CNN. Wouldn't Hacksaw yeah. a state, New York state champion he was. wrestler? Heavyweight to Glens yeah. Falls, right? That's um, right. Glens Falls. Yeah, yeah, but they were driving. They were in a, a bitter feud, uh, you know, in the wrestling world, and they drove whatever to the next city, and they were pulled over, and it was like a big, big... Uh, Big, big deal. Um, so that's that. You have any, anybody have any Iron Sheik memories? He would load that boot, Brother Brian. Remember? Who knows what was in that boot, that curly boots? I wonder who I gets know. those. Well, it's funny because that was, you know, again, I loved wrestling at that time as a kid. And I, you know, I, I remember li I liked Iron Sheik, but it's funny. It, to me, as a younger kid, you look at it differently than you would look at that. I think you, you guys being 10 years <laughs> older, but yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I mean, I just thought of him as, as a as a great character. Obviously, he still had a really good presence. One of the, the great heels. Yeah, I mean, well, and he had a great great presence uh, in the Twitter world yep. as well. I mean, right? Yes. I mean, she, yeah. Yeah. You know, well, whoever was doing the tweets for him. I was just going to say that, 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 account, <laughs> that account's going to continue because that's I think his nephews have been running that for a decade yeah, or so. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Harry, what were you saying? Just saying, I saw Iron Sheik plenty of times when I'd go with our. Uh, my little league baseball coach, but also our bookie Hotter. He would take me. Oh. He loved it. Hotter loved it too. He probably didn't know that. We would go to Syracuse War Memorial every time when the WWE and right. was in, uh, in upstate New York. So it's great times. Who was he feuding with? Slaughter then, or uh... Slaughter? But definitely Backlund. Then Backlund then too. Oh really? Oh, so that was early on. Yeah, yeah. Good yeah stuff. that was fun. That was fun. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Paulie Kidd, also 15 years ago, my match with Santino, 15 years ago yesterday, it premiered on, uh, premiered, it was on uh, SmackDown. I watched it again. I still get goosebumps. I had to be Paulie Kidd 100 to 1 odds to win that match. 500 to 1? <laughs> what could I have been? <laughs> I mean, it goes to show you the great, what great coach, trainer, manager Roddy Piper was. You talk about Riley, Spolstra, yeah. Belichick, yeah. Piper. It was, all, right there. it was all Jimmy. You all think it was Jimmy? Jimmy? Jimmy missed Jimmy. If, if you, if you, well, yeah, he was supposed to, to trip, uh, supposed Jimmy to trip led him to you, uh, yeah. pinning him. Right. So I know that got screwed up at the end. I was, when I was rewatching that video you, you posted yesterday yeah. of, your, of your match. Right. Uh, I had to laugh because. Let's see if it's the same thing I said to there, Sal yesterday. There was a time when Santino trying to pick yeah, you up. Yeah, exactly. And he, <laughs> he, he had a hard time. It's my fault. He had a hard time. Like, I, I don't think you helped him because you probably. It was my I, worst I think part he thought of the he match. Could just, yeah. I think he thought you could he could probably just pick you up without you kind of jumping into it. Yeah. And he actually barely got you off the ground. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the, the truth is, yeah, Bryce said what that to me yesterday. What were you weighing at that time, would you I say? I was probably two, 200, 205 or something. Mm. But, uh, okay. but fuck, but you know, the, chisel, the though. Chisel, parlay kid, you could say. Well, well, hold on, before you get the, with that slam, though, I was, uh, yeah, that was bad. I'm supposed to sell it, much like he sold the airplane spin and the suplex that Harry's about to talk to, but instinctively I fought it, uh, Polly kid. And it made it really hard to pick up <laughs> 200 pounds of dead weight, dead but weight. He, did, he did slam it. Uh, yeah, Harry, that suplex was the uh, greatest the suplex moment of my on life. a scale of uh, one to 10. You nailed the suplex. That was a 10. Got it. Thank got you. Him. Thank we, you. Thank you. I only nice got the one, one and I covered. I only got a one and a half when I covered, it was weird. So, um, when you did the wow. airplane spin though, mm -hmm. I think I can't remember what you made. I think I've actually it's before, but I can't remember. How close were you to throwing up? 
throwing up. What well, is it with you? You, no, look, you throw, you and Angie <laughs> throw up. The rest of us are able to get through well, life you without little, throwing up. You looked up. a little rough after that airplane spin. I've up. thrown up once Harry, in like it's a, it's a, 40 I years. I don't know. No, it's it's ridiculous. Ridiculous. I was putting on a little facade there for the fans. There. No, okay, I was right. nervous about my back giving out during that airplane spin. Yeah. But that was Harry and Ken were there wearing Santino shirts, right? Right there in the. Uh, we were, yeah. Yeah, it go. was very well done. The match Thank actually you. was very well done. It's pretty forgot, you know. It was really, really good. It was Thank actually you. a very entertaining I can match. Only hope I get the accolades that the Iron Sheik uh, received today from for his wrestling. <laughs> so, Even at Raw yeah. two weeks before was great too, Sal. That was fantastic too. Where were we? When Sal was yeah, Kansas, right? I yeah. was going to say, Sal. I mean, you're such a big fan. Like you know, you're the guy who used to wear a kilt to the garden and stuff yeah. like that, right? Yeah, yeah. For Piper, but. You also had a thing in school. This is like in junior high school, right? Where you would you were like uh, John Shoning's manager, Big John Shoning, <laughs> right? Yeah, and you would pay people if they could slam him, right? Fifteen dollars, right? wasn't that yeah, the thing? It was really like, fifteen grand, and so I made it fifteen dollars <laughs> from my paper route if you could slam Big John Shoning, and uh, <laughs> nobody could do it. That was amazing. Brian Pippi actually had him in an airplane spin and tried to dump him. And then I got, I interfered and there was a big argument as to whether I should pay him. <laughs> this, um, can yeah. we, uh, maybe we could set up a mat. If we ever go back to Vegas on Jimmy's stage, set up a mat <laughs> yeah. and see who could slam Harry. Ooh, that's like, good. Uh, like, like, I like let that. People come up and try to like, you have to get Harry nah. above like they're like right. shoulders almost. Darren, and then slam Darren. him. It's yeah. gotta be better. Better than what? Uh, that's good. I mean, just better than me. I don't know. I don't know. We'll give Santino the first crack at it. Uh, you just yeah. sit there. Um, <laughs> anyway, I will not be coming back uh, to the ring. I'm undefeated. And I will retire and, and undefeated. die undefeated. And that's that's that. Babyface, what do you have to add here? I mean, I, I, we we should have we should be doing like a rewatchables of wrestling matches. But but my oh, yeah. question is, did yes. you was was the singlet like? Did you have other options because? I feel like maybe you would have maybe Mets colors or had some kind of other. Uh, no, I had Jimmy yeah. Kimmel Live. Uh, you didn't see it's a Jimmy. I actually had sent Sal a John yeah, Glenn wrestling singlet. Was that? Yeah, you did. No, I wore. Didn't I wear? You wore the John Glenn shirt. Right. I wore the shirt, maybe the, like the sweatshirt or something. But I, had I the, did send you a singlet you had considered right, wearing. I did. It, I think. I it had just, the, you uh, had the Kimmel singlet. You had to kind of go with the Kimmel. Yeah, we thing. went with the Kimmel colors and Jimmy Kimmel Live. I mean, th those were the options. I had custom boots. It was uh, what a freaking time. Just the best. And the late uh, Roddy Piper is um, <laughs> enjoying a, a, a coconut oh, and a yeah. camel clutch in heaven with the Iron Sheik. Uh, today so all right that's it we really covered everything the live tour wrestling um wow. nba right harry i think we could take a break i think we can call it a day good. yeah good one Sal. yeah there you go uh so all right so i'm gonna put that out tonight we have miami to score 10 points what i say that was minus 102 minus yeah. 102 minus 102 and then we'll immediately poly kid you and i shift gears and root for Denver, at least for this game and for our no picks. No so that's it. That does it for another episode of Against All Odds. Go to extrapoints.com slash arcade to play our June prop culture. Uh, for Mikey Meatballs, for Babyface Joel Solomon, and the Degenerate Trifecta, I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping.
Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.